welcome to another episode of Music Business with me, your host, Bokani Kaunda. Today, we are going to be talking with Chismo, and he is a Malawian music producer, and we featured him on our Music Producer of the Week for the month of September. So today, we are going to be getting into all the details on how he started his music producer journey, and also how he's growing his actual music business called Substance Music. Tell us about yourself and Substance Music. My name is Chismo. I'm a producer, sound engineer, pianist, and other things. I also write songs and things. Substance Music is the label or production house that I found, I think should be around sometime in 2016, somewhere there. So there is me and a few other producers and a rapper, Son Pena. I started producing, proper producing should be around 2014. Um, but experiments, you know, and all that should be before that from around. Tell us how you started your music journey. How did you get into it? And how was that journey like for you? Um, music journey. The very beginning, I was interested in radio. Being on radio, talking to people, I, f- I felt like it was very cool. You know, like what we're doing now. Being in a certain room, you talk and the masses get to hear you. So I was interested in doing journalism. Along the way, it sort of changed. I now started wanting to be a DJ. And I think that was until towards the end of high school. Towards the end of high school, there was this other friend that I used to play games with, um, Patrick Triggerbits. So we went to his place this other day. That time, both of us had started producing. And I heard what sounded like someone is making a beat. It was his brother, Pacey, probably. So I was like, you know, What's happening? Is someone making a beat in this house? He was like, yeah, my brother makes beats. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. How? I said on a computer. So I went where the brother was and I was just watching. And, you know, I was very amazed that you can just sit on a computer and make music. So I asked him, you know, can you share me the software that you're using? And he was like, cool. He gave it to me. You know, I was so excited. I didn't even ask. Um how you wake it, you know, and all those things. I just rushed home and opened it and failed miserably. And the next day I went again, I would just look at one thing at a time. So now just see, okay, how do you produce a sound? I would see, go back home, come back, you know, how do you arrange? So I sort of learned firstly by watching someone do it. So along the way, because of school and things, you know, the excitement sort of died down. So I sort of stopped. And then towards the end of college, that's when I was getting back into it. Interest grew, um, collaborated with a friend, Bengal Beats to open a studio. Oh, I sort of joined him at his studio. So that's where I was working, but then juggling, going to the studio, school sort of didn't work nicely. So I had to convince my parents that, you know, I need to get studio equipment. Can you guys sponsor me? Um, so we sort of struck a deal that, you know, if we get you the studio equipment, just make sure that the school doesn't suffer. So that's how I sort of started out nicely now, having my own things. That should be around 2014, 15. And that's when I got into it. Um, further down the line after college, went to music school, um, studied for about a year at Music Crossroads for a professional music certificate. So yeah, that has been my journey. And after that, it's now been getting into the industry and settling in it. 
And how would you describe that process of getting into the Malawian music industry and what has it been like growing your brand as Chismo, the producer, and also as Substance Music? Getting into the industry is tricky because in reality, there is no industry like that in this country. So basically the people who make it just sort of find their niche and work with it. Um, that's mostly in terms of finances. In terms of fame, there are many who can just make it easy. So for me, since I had decided that the main thing I was going to do, the only thing I was going to do is going to be music, I had to sort of learn that, you know, where can I place myself so that my interests get to, to manifest and also I get to make some dough. So um, that's decision led me to juggling production and other things production related and playing piano sort of. So as I said, I also write music and record and stuff, but my music is not for me to monetize it per se. I know many people always tell me that, you know, you can monetize this, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I chose that path that the money comes from somewhere else and I use it to finance my music and also just everything else. So in the beginning, I had to sort of still cultivate the relationships that I had because, as I said, the industry is not well structured. So you basically have to find certain people that you can work with that will show you around or at least that you can learn from. So from observation and obviously other people giving me certain opportunities, one thing leads to another. And in the end, you sort of grow yourself and you grow your brand like that that you use certain relationships and when opportunities come just make sure that you tell it speaking of relationships tell us about some of the artists that you have produced for and what you liked or enjoyed about working with them you also mentioned having an in-house rapper what kind of arrangement do you have going on in terms of how do you go about um, moving your relationship as producer and artist forward. So yeah, I think I can start by talking about the rapper that I mentioned, Ma Sompena. Him and I started working together a long time ago. So used to chill with his brother. He's the one who introduced me. Your brother is good. And we happened to meet um, sometime. And I was like, oh, I listen to your music. So, you know, if you'd like to wait, hit me up. And when we started working, I think should be on his very first album, we found out that the relationship was good. So from that, we talked that, you know, what if we sort of get into an agreement where I get to do your productions and all those and also help you with um, shows and things where, where I can manage. And that time I was just also starting out. So it was pretty interesting that he said yes because i was sort of a nobody <laughs> but yes it worked out nicely and now many years down the line dan should be i think four if not five projects so we basically produce for him um he raps um if he wants to get say beats from other people that also happens we just do the mixes and obviously um, the quality control we get to decide together if this should come out or not. Um, it's probably one of the people that I enjoy working with the most because it's open to ideas. 
And also, I think musical direction, him and I click. But now it's not just him and I, because there is other producers on the label. Um, there is Gift, the guitarist, Good Habit, and DJ Sean. So we basically just make beats, put them together, and he listens to them whenever he has music he wants to do and picks from there. Money-wise, um, whenever there is something that can bring in money, we just split it depending on the amounts. Uh, we see what percentages work best. Um, in terms of other artists that I've produced for, as Substance Music, we mainly focus on the urban gospel scene. Um, of course, lately we've been doing also contemporary productions and things, but it's mostly in the urban space. So Liu, David Kalilani, um, EQ should be most of the guys from Yali Music. Yeah, and you can just say most of the guys who've been around in the urban industry for some time. Artists that I like working I think most of these guys, I enjoy working with them because obviously I sort of um, agree with their message. So it's easier for me to work with someone who I am vibing with the direction of the music and also the message. So... And also some of these guys are very crazy creativity. Um, say for example, you like guy is able to write a full song in like 30 minutes or somewhere there. So just being able to be with the guys and see the process is very satisfying for me. In your journey of being a music producer, what kind of music software have you found yourself using? Which ones are you more comfortable with when it comes to producing beats and also when it comes to recording vocals and mixing and mastering? In the very beginning, the software that I was exposed to was Fruity Loops. I think that's the software that most people start out with because it's pretty easy to use and easy to find also. So started out with Fruity Loops for beats. When I was studying to do vocal recordings, I started using Adobe Audition. I think that time where it was at version 1.5. And then along the way, I switched, not switched per se, added on Studio One. So Studio One, I, I mainly used it for vocals, mixing, mastering, and recording. And then ultimately, I ended up using Ableton Live. Um, because it's more hands-on in terms of control surfaces, MIDI keyboards, and also its ability to create is just crazy. But over the years, I've been able to use softwares like Cubase, Pro Tools, Reason, Nuendo, which are the ones that I use. I think those are the ones that I've used. But most of those would just be for, like, say, a project, and then I leave, or maybe I'm using someone in the user software, I'll just use it. So now, my go-to software is Ableton Live. And on the side, when I'm just chilled or want to do things that are like pretty straightforward, like Trap and then Fruity Loops is my other software. Tell us about your most recent works. Who have you worked with and where can people have a listen to the music that you've been working on with other artists? Recently, there are several artists that I've been working with mostly. Um, I'm sort of biased towards people who like projects. So I think most of the people that I shall mention are people that are sort of doing projects or have done projects. Um, I've been working with a poet, Dark Shadow. We went on a project, um, it was called After Valentine's. Um, it's out, should be available on all streaming platforms. 
Um, I've worked on Mason Pena's EP, which came out a few weeks ago. Should also be available on all streaming platforms. It's called Parables. There is a group, a worship group. It's called Worship Plug. I also did some productions for their EP and their next project. I think their music is also available on streaming platforms and on the RFB MAM website. Apart from those, I guess those are the ones that are out. The rest are sort of sort of still in the works. I'm sort of been working with Prophet V2. Um, there is a project that's coming out soon by Annual Banda and Kev also has a project that he's nearing the end of. From those people that you're working with, let's talk about your creative process. When it comes to working with different artists, how do you manage to adapt yourself to their different genres and different messages? In terms of my creative process, I encourage artists that they should come through the studio and we should make songs. I sort of drifted away from just being a beat maker. So I prefer that the artists bring their song and we develop it together. Because I feel like when you go to a producer and just find ready-made beats, it's usually the producer directing you. But I prefer the artist directing me. I sort of, I make beats sometimes, but this is the way that I prefer working with the artist. And then right now I am more into organic sounds. So depending on the type of music that the artist does, I usually involve session artists, um, musicians, who can also help me bring out the vision that the artist has so together with the artist we develop whatever it is that they want to come out of the music um if it's me just making a beat without any direction from an artist i usually leave it open so maybe just do an intro verse chorus or intro chorus verse and then if someone likes it we develop a bit further from that so going back to how you mentioned you established Substance Music a while ago and you have in-house producers and a rapper as well, how would you describe the process of setting up your own studio and also when it comes to setting prices for some of the services that you offer as Substance Music, could you get into some of those services and how you go about pricing them? For me, let me start with the studio setup. It was a bit easier, the initial one, because I had assistance from my parents. So they put in most of the money, uh, managed to get some speakers, um, an interface, and an old desktop computer. But then I think when I started now wanting more um, and discovering that music equipment is pretty expensive, that's where it got tricky. Like, okay, you know, they helped me out. I think the initial money for everything that I got should have been around 300,000. And now I'm at a place where I want speakers that cost a million, you know? Can I go back to the parents again and be like, you know, need to upgrade. And also for people who are not musical like that, or at least who don't know the cost of music equipment, it doesn't make as much sense, um, the monies that we put in. So from that small setup, I had to start adding on more things now. So would save up the little money that people would pay, got a MIDI keyboard. And when I was getting into it fully now, that's when I was discovering that, okay, I think I've been undercharging because before it was just me enjoying music. And it didn't really matter if people paid or not, as long as I was making music. But then I was like, nah, you know, 
this cannot be life going to be able to upgrade so would save up buy more things buy more things i think my first decent setup should be around 2017 somewhere there that's when i had my first decent setup and then from that also it's been mostly from the studio that the money's have been coming and then i think around the same time that's when i was getting into piano and gigs also So as you know there's like a gig season in Malawi which is like around this time to around December somewhere there so I would also sacrifice around the time and save up got more midi keyboards and stuff from around 2019 that's where now things started looking you know looking good so prices were raised up um how I determine prices one is the amount of work that goes into the thing Um of course with our industry you can't really charge the actual price because most people want to afford that so you just charge something that will be fair for both the producer and the artist and then also you have to check the competition what the competition is charging i know that there are many producers who undercharge those ones are bad for the industry but the ones who charge nicely and then you put your prices so that they are competitive and they are also able to sustain you Let me talk on the services that we have um a substance music. So we have a music studio in area 47. We do jingles, instrumentals, recording, mixing and mastering. And then we also have a PA system that can be hired for live events, small to medium events. And we also have a setup for acoustic shows. So guitars, keyboards um and percussion instruments shakers kabasa um, tambourines and a box drum so yeah those are the things that we do currently as substance music how do you handle working with clients who might feel as if what you're charging is a lot more than other people who are offering similar services how you how do you go about that kind of feedback from some of your potential clients or even existing clients with people who usually complain about prices the usual response is to just encourage them to go where they think they can afford because you always have those people who know a producer who does a full session for 10k and obviously 10k for a full time producer is peanuts so my usual response is to just encourage them to go where they feel like they will get value for their money if they feel like it's being over they're being overcharged i noticed that you have your own website as substance music what made you decide to have your own website and what benefits does that come with when it comes to releasing music or working with different artists how has it impacted um your business operations as a studio so decided to have the website should be around 2017 because obviously web presence is very important and having several people on the label we also needed a place where all the information is nicely organized let's say for example if one of our artists is putting out music or someone is interested in knowing more about a certain producer there is one place where all that can be found and also personally i dislike the famous malawian music websites because of the way that they 
affect the quality of the songs and also you know they are very funny tags and most websites usually have a charge some don't say that you know you have to pay for us to upload they package it nicely and say maybe you know contribute towards bundle for uploading or something like that so to also get away from all these sort of challenges that were there we decided that you know let's just have our own website and we can put music whenever we want and we don't have limits and we don't have to pay we only have to pay for like hosting and maintenance of the website how it has affected us it has helped us um it was really a game changer because you know there were people who just go there and just enjoy the music that's there on our playlist from our different artists which is good that someone can be able to get it um for me as a producer also you always get artists asking that you know can you send me samples of your way and i always give them the the link that you know just go to the website and have a good idea of what we do um even in terms of marketing that there are some other things that we do or oh, one of them i forgot to mention music lessons the information is nicely there also so if someone maybe is looking for something else they end up seeing another thing that we do so it has it has really helped us and even in just the brand it sort of communicates that we are serious with what we do and we are present wherever you want us Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Music Business with Chismo. You've been with me, your host, Pokani Kaunda. Stay tuned in for more business conversations right here on Kasupe Radio. K Radio.